Hey, hey, it's Jason. Our next Rated RPG live stream is happening this Friday, November 4th, 2022. We're going to start at 6 p.m. Central Time here in the U.S. If you're listening to this after Friday, November 4th, 2022, well, maybe you'll be interested to hear that the finale to Descent into Avernus is happening on Friday, December 9th, 2022. And if it's after Friday, December 9th, well, then you've missed both of them. I'm sorry. You can buy us shots for the cast member of your choice or a round of shots for all cast members for either of the uh, live streams we've got, November 4th or December 9th. Go to RatedRPGPodcast.com to do that. You'll be supporting the show and bringing a little bit of fun and frivolity to the live stream. You can also find a link to our Patreon at our website. Speaking of our Patreon, we couldn't make the improvements that we've made to Rated RPG, the equipment that we've purchased, and the services that we'll be incurring as we start our next adventure without folks like Chris Fail. Chris Fail, the one and only friend of Lulu. Thank you very much, Chris. Couldn't do it without you. And a hefty thank you to Turtle and Crow, our sole member of the Races Little Roasters tier. We are grateful for your support, Turtle and Crow. We also appreciate our level 15 bards at $15 a month. Weary Traveler, Super Justin 64, Ronald Remus, Random.Guy, John W. Mangrum, and Alex Shermerhorn. And thank you to our rations and adventuring gear supporters at $5 a month. Bossa Nova Bill, Spidey Mouse, Shane Who Loves Games, Sean Henry, Nick from Five Entertainment, and mongoose. One of the most effective ways to support Rated RPG is by sharing it with people you think might enjoy it. If you've done that, well then thank you very, very much. That's the business, and this is episode 86. On this episode of Rated RPG. Alright, so he rolls a 28 for his claw. Wait, is it all going to me? Well, this one is. Definitely. Okay. Alright. And then... Down to five points, guys. Oh my right. god. Welcome, lizard folk and gnomes, bugbears, and parts, <laughs> to Rated RPG, the actual play show slash podcast where we play Dungeons and Dragons, Baldur's Gate, Descent into Avernus. I rolled right, the Unicorns well, Initiative, even though it's like really far away. <laughs> you know, it's all the way back here. Isn't she hooked up to our telepathy? Yeah. Moon Unit begins stabbing the scab with her horn to try to make. Yeah. She's got a. She's got to squeeze into a two and a half foot wide hole in order to get down to where you guys are. So (laughs) that is not going to happen. She's a spelunker. All right. The last one to go on the initiative is the Shadow Demon. I rolled a natural one for its initiative. And the shadow. Bring it on, big boy. It's kind of a <laughs> kind of a coward. Um it oh, wow. immediately flees. <laughs> I did an attack wow. of opportunity on that shit. Yeah, go ahead and make your attack of opportunity, tiny Dave Matthews. Sweet. Get him, Tiny. That's hey. an eight. That is a miss. <laughs> ah. Took my tiny leg couldn't reach you. <laughs> Tried to kick him. So the shadow demon uh, disappears into the scab, just into the wall, just goes right inside. You have no idea where it went. Huh. Oh, Uh, cool. Yeah. Did he go back inside the, like, no, he couldn't have gone back inside the temple. Oh, there's demons in there, right? I mean, you did. Maybe he did. Oh, yeah, they just teleport in and out, don't they? He didn't teleport. He clearly, like, he used his incorporeality like a ghost to just pass right into the scab. Uh, It didn't look like he went inside of the uh, 
the cathedral. He kind of like went down. All right, Mr. Hamstone, your turn. Okay. I uh, move 25 feet to get right up to the edge. And do I see the dretches down there? Yeah, they're just in a cute little pile on top of each other. I'm going to jump, jump down and I'm going to slash them. For horror! <laughs> <laughs> Let's go! Stop playing with him! <laughs> All right, well, you actually have two attacks, so I'll, I'll let you make both attacks against both targets. We'll see if you can kill them both. Pug! Reginald is totally playing a side-scroller oh, right now. Oh. <laughs> totally. Yeah, I rolled a natural Wait, one. You on have the a bardic inspiration. Mm-hmm. Yes. Bardic inspiration, uh, natural one. Yeah, I'm going to use it. I'm going to use the uh, bardic inspiration. I All can right. also help you as well if you fail again. And, and I have that lucky ability as a halfling where you automatically can re-roll. Halfling okay. luck, does that transfer? Yeah. I've got, uh, I've got I believe so. luck. I've got luck as well, and I could help you. So the only thing, so your luck, I don't think, uh, Aaron, I don't think you can use your luck on other people, on allies' rolls, can you? Uh, no, it's not luck, I guess. Uh, my ability is called, um, <laughs> that's where we give a bonus, right? It's one where I like tell someone to do something differently and then they do it differently. So, so that's not oh, going to yeah, help because a natural one always misses. So the only ability okay, no. that will help is race. He has the ability to give his halfling luck to one of you guys as a reaction. And that allows okay. you to reroll a natural one. Nice. Okay. I'm going to reroll a natural one here. Uh, roll a d20. And I got to stick with whatever it is, which is fine, because it's got to be better than one. 13, 21. Yeah. 21 is definitely a hit. Now roll your damage. Uh, I got uh, 13 slashing. Can I use the, Do you want me to keep the same? Oh, yeah. 13. Damage I rolled. Okay. 13 yep. uh, and one radiant. That kills it. <laughs> so. Drunk. You're doing the like links, like holding the master sword directly down and just, yeah. you're like turning yeah. these guys into kebabs here. Second attack, 20. That is a hit. Ooh. Not a scratch on them. Six slashing and two radiant, plus uh, I'll throw a divine smite two on him. 12 damage. There we go. That kills that dretch. <sighs> and then Man, you Rachel fall prone. Easy to kill. And then I tumble. Tumble onto the ground on my side. <laughs> <laughs> you take a bit of falling damage. Looks like 15. Not too bad. Tis a scratch. <laughs> Tis but a scratch. Tis but a oh, dredge. Next uh, time I go on, on the war campaign, you need to come along with me. I yell, okay. Um, okay, I just noticed something, Emery. Uh, so I ran up and jumped off the thing, but I ran past a dretch on my way to go do that. Oh, you're right. So he would have got an attack of opportunity on me. So honest. Thank you. Yeah, you're very honest. Yeah. I like well, that. Well, I just noticed it, you know. All right, it tries Important. to claw you. I'm sure Hamstone probably just noticed now. Uh, 18 is not enough. All right. What? It tries. Damn. Oh, oh, I got these weird scratches on my armor. Huh? What about that, Trump? <laughs> uh, race the T-Rex. Your turn. Uh, I'm just... Uh, that dredge on the edge is the one that was attacking um, Hamstone, right? <laughs> it appears to be the only one left. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm just going to go over and take a little nibble. <laughs> so probably the, not with a seven. <laughs> the T-Rex... Yeah, actually, that is a hit. You walk up, you clamp your mighty jaws down on this dredge, and you do more than two damage because that's how much health it has. And you kill it. 
<laughs> there we go. Hard fought battle well, for sure. All right, nice uh, job. Before Uh-oh. the uh, my next turn in an, or like as my next turn in the battle, even though the battle's over, uh, I'm gonna use my remaining feather fall to get down this because I still right. had it was 60 seconds, so I just want to use my feather fall before it disappears. Oh, fair enough. I'm gonna use all my limbs to climb down <laughs> carefully. <laughs> I'm gonna turn back in a regular race and then. Um, a medium-sized creature can fit in most of these spots with us, right? Since Glubjeg's medium, I'd assume yep. that's about the same. Yep, medium. All right, fit. then, yeah. Now I'm going to make my mecha so I can just use it to float around and... Ooh, yeah. Okay. Make me one of those things that that woman in Alien had when she fought the alien. That big-ass thing. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Race animates a, a small, man-sized version of... Were you talking about the like industrial lifter that Ripley uses? I, I have seen images on the internet. You know the thing that had like claws. Yeah, that was like an industrial device that she used to fight yeah. the uh, the queen with in Aliens. I think. Yep, that uh, sounds probably true. <laughs> okay, it is true. Nobody else here knows like like they they look at this thing that you create and they're like, what? They, they don't know what the hell that, that thing is. My like, guys, I was inspired from a dream. <laughs> oh, wow, was it a fever dream? <laughs> yes, they often are. Ooh, okay. So you guys continue onward, and Glubjeg, you are now looking into a very large room here. The darkness is uh, is is pretty thick down there. Oh boy, I don't know if I should use my remaining feather fall. You can count like a bunch of us into it, can't you? I can, I think, yeah. I think that might be our best choice. We all go feather fall at once. Drop on in and see what happens. Let's do it. Let's do it. Like Lovejay go down. How many seconds do you think I have left? You have like five rounds left. Okay. I can't see the bottom yet. Okay, climb down quick Ah. before my feather fall runs out. I'm flying down, so I'm. He's using another round or two to climb down, and then we can feather fall the rest of the way. Okay, Lovejay climbs down as quickly as he can. He screams, no! I shoot my bow! Oh, Oh, dang! All right, I guess we're rolling initiative. Well, I guess we're feather falling. (laughs) Hope it wasn't a friendly person. Race, were you flying down? You're in the middle of flying down? I was sitting on it, just slowly floating down with the rest of the crew close by, but yeah. Okay, he sees this big, chonky boy. But I get to shoot before I go in the initiative round, right? Uh, Yeah, you're going to get a surprise round on them, because I'm assuming you stealthed. And you yeah. have that pass without trace, so there's there's no way that they can detect you. All right, I'm gonna assume Lulu is not gonna be a part of this fight because you don't want her to get all loud, which makes sense. As you climb across the walls of the hardened section of scab down here, you see before you brass double doors which stand exposed in the wall of the scab. A relief image on the doors depicts a blindfolded angel wielding a sword, and carved into the doorframe are beautiful gold inlaid runes. Three goat-headed demons with barbed tails throw themselves against the door as a corpulent ape-like fiend with tusks and tiny wings stands there talking to that same shadow demon that you just saw. It turns and roars at you in abyssal, but before any words can escape its mouth, an arrow is let loose from your bow. So basically, this is what I'm going to have to do. I'm letting go of the wall and falling, and I'm going to shoot that guy, and then I'm going to poof 10 feet away and see if I can get to someone else, because I can only see that one guy so far. So I will 
first shoot the big guy. Okay. Behold, chicken! Ah! Wow. Damn. You are currently hidden from it because of your stealth, so you have advantage because it cannot see you. It doesn't know that you're oh, there. I also get my surprise damage then. Yup, and bugbears do extra surprise damage. So go ahead and roll that and double it because you crit. Hot diggity. That is 53 yeah. damage. Wow. Oof. Wow. You're putting up hamstone numbers. Oh, wow. <laughs> wow. Uh, so what I need like, you to do, Emery, is I need you to figure out how far I fell while I was shooting that arrow. Okay. You just fall all the way down, but you have the ability to teleport, right, when you're doing this? Yeah, so where am I when I teleport? Like, it took, like, what, a second to shoot that arrow? Did, did I fall at all? Yeah, you fall all the way down to the ground, or about to be to the ground, and then you teleport. Okay, so then I'll teleport, and I will shoot the Shadow Demon without Planar Warrior, which is to my advantage, I realize now. Yeah. Aha! All right, that is a hit for, wow, a lot of damage. Uh, and you Don't have a- Don't forget your Bardic Inspiration, by the way. It can add more damage. I'm just letting you know does that, yeah, yeah. Want to. Does that explode? Yeah, because it, it, it does uh, thunder damage to everyone in a five foot radius that he chooses. Oh, nice. well, maybe I'll do it now then. Okay. What is it, 2d8? Uh, I think it's just 1d10. Boom. That was a extra eight thunder damage um, to it and everything within five feet of it. Dang. All right. Wow, Did they get a roll. save or anything? They must succeed on a con saving throw. Okay. Cool. DC 16, it says. Start with the con saving throw from this guy. He fails. <laughs> Fail. <laughs> then the big boy, which is right next to him. Con saving throw. That is a pass. And then this goat-headed mother con Ooh, saving throw. Goat-headed biscuit. And this is not a spell, so they don't have advantage, but he still passed. Yep. What you gonna do? So four damage to those two. And I get another attack. Oh my because god. Because I hit I attack <laughs> people. Okay. <laughs> so I will attack the third guy there. Okay. No planar warrior in that. Wow, that would have been another crit. Yeah, it would have been. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately, advantage only applies to the first attack that you make when you're hidden. Right. Uh, but a 15, I believe, still hits. It hits. 14 damage. 14 damage. Damn. Okay, cool. And then I'm going to uh, move up the wall as my movement speed because I haven't used that before yet. <laughs> All right. So you uh, use your hands to fire the bow a bunch and then take one of your hands off of the bow and then climb yep. up, up the wall. Yep. All right, then that is it for the surprise round. So now we go just a regular old initiative. The Bobby, your turn. Okay. Duh. I guess I can't see this guy, but... Um... No. I don't know if he can, like, fly or something. No, you've just heard uh, Glubjeg uh, psychically uh, be like, enemies, and then... And that was about it. Yeah, you hear the sounds of his shots going off. 
Okay. When we got up to this ledge, is it safe to say that I cast Featherfall again? Since uh, apparently that was something that I was supposed to have done. If you think that makes sense, that your character would have done that, sure. You know, because it looked like Race like basically was jumping off the edge. So I was like, yeah. okay, here's Featherfall. And I'm going to make, you know, give that to everybody around me. And then I'm an, I'm now going to cast Fly on myself. Well, here's the thing. Uh, Featherfall can only be cast on people who are currently falling. It says specifically uh that the targets have to be falling characters okay i won't then i will uh just cast fly on myself you're like fuck you hamstone you figure your own yep, way down you have to figure out your own way down and uh i don't know how my tiny servant's gonna get down oh i'll carry him i'll carry my tiny servant okay that'll be my bonus action <laughs> and then i'm gonna move so what's my movement rate flying 60 feet i think yeah or anywhere that would be counted as cover from these dudes. Uh, well, you don't see any of them having ranged weapons. Uh, but and I mean, they have wings. They definitely so, several of them have wings. Okay, well, I'm gonna get in front of Race at least, so he's safe-ish. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I'll go down to uh, buy Glubjag actually. Okay. And you got your uh, tiny servant in your hands. Or yeah, one grab. Hand. I mean, tiny servant, honestly, can't he just sort of grab me? I don't really need to grab him, do I? Yeah, if you want. You can just have him yeah, grab. He's, he's got arms and legs. It'd be make more sense for him to grab me. Okay. He's I can tell him to do that. Clinging tenaciously to you. Excellent. Uh, to my buttocks. Yes. Uh, race, your turn. A question. If I use my dancing items movement. Nah, I can't, because they turn this after mine. So, right now it's your turn, but your dancing item is actually, it needs to get to its turn before you can move anywhere, because it's the thing that's flying. You're just going to want to delay your turn until your dancing item. <laughs> I just need to be able to shoot some naptic static. That's all I'm really trying to get into. Yeah, these guys are basically just out in front of this big brass door in the gigantic open room. There's no cover anywhere, so yeah, you can just blast them all. And they're all grouped up right, right out in front of the door. Can you just turn into a giant 16-ton weight and just drop yourself on top of them, like in a cartoon? I can, don't ask if you ain't really wanting to happen. <laughs> I'll be a triceratops like that, sir. <laughs> All right, well, it's your turn now, uh, since you just sort of delayed till after nice. your dancing item went, so go ahead and... I wasn't sure. Yeah. Uh, Intelligence saving throws. Now, these guys do have advantage on this because this is a spell. Ah. Actually, not all of them have magic resistance, in fact. Ooh. I just noticed that. I'm against you. So the big guy passed thanks to his magic resistance. Shadow Demon does not have magic resistance. Shadow Demon rolled a 15. Is that enough? Is it going off of my... Yeah, you your spell oh, saved so you. Oh, so yeah, 16, yeah. 16? All right, it failed. And in fact, the only ones that passed are the big boy and the second to last goat man. Go ahead and roll your damage. Always the second to last goat man, never the bride. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here it comes, AD6s. Shaboing! 26, ouch. Shaboingin! <laughs> So in a blast of psychic energy, you uh, rack the minds of these demons that are just caught off guard by your, your brutal assault. Um, you seem to be interrupting them in an attempt to break down this door, a task which you don't think they will succeed in uh, after a few more moments. The goat man who made his save, the second to last goat man, 
<laughs> he goes next. He does not have any wings or anything. And the only thing that he seems to be wielding is like a barbed tail. So you're like, ah, oh, this isn't gonna be a problem. No problem at all. He gets to here right underneath Globjack and he just squats down and launches himself straight up with a massive leap. Globjack, you kind of look in horror as his uh, barbed tail just is skyrocketing straight up towards your groin. And you brace yourself for impact, but the goat man only makes it 20 feet up in the air. <laughs> just five feet short of stabbing your balls. Hilarious. And then falls back down to the ground. So that's it. That's it for him. All right, Globjig, your turn. All righty. Okay, oh. well, I guess I'm going to probably repeat what I did here. You do need to take a saving throw, a constitution saving throw. Do I? Yes. I thought about casting protection from poison after I got covered in that blood. <laughs> Ten. Okay. Um, you... You don't really feel like you're poisoned, but you do feel just sort of like the strength in your body is being sapped, almost like you're feeling kind of tired, uh, even. Uh, you're mm. going to take some necrotic damage. Six points of necrotic damage. All right. You can make a religion check. If you want to. <laughs> 14. Okay, uh, even with your advantage, that's not enough. You're not sure what's causing this. Okay. I assumed it was the blood, but who knows? Same thing. I'm just going to let go, shoot at the big boy, use my um, planar warrior in that one. Okay. Do you have anything you can add to that or taking the 15? I don't think I have anything that I can do. Uh, yes, that shot, this big fat demon dodges out of the way of it. All right. All distance strike says is... Uh, if I attack at least two different creatures, I can make a, an additional one. So, yep. all right. So I'm assuming I was I fell almost to the ground again. Yep. So as I'm falling, I will teleport. I'll shoot the shadow demon. Okay. Shooting a shadow demon. Wow. All right. So that first attack was a 12, which is a miss. Yeah. So then I guess I will shoot at the th the wounded uh, goat man. Okay. Yeah, that guy looks almost dead. And that is a 19 to hit, and you absolutely obliterate that man. Cool. I hit him in the groin. And you just happen to be out of reach of both of them, I believe. Let's check and see if the big boy has a big enough reach that he can attack you from 10 feet away. True. He has, he does have reach. Well, uh, hit me then. Yeah. All right. I will. My question is, what is Hamstone going to do? Because he's the only one of us who can't float around like a little ninny all the time. <laughs> okay, yeah. Well, that, that definitely hits me. <laughs> all right. So this this big fat demon reaches out with his long arms. And as you scramble away up the walls, uh, it scratches your back for 11 slashing. Say whatever, bitch. <laughs> yeah. All right. Shadow demon's <laughs> turn. I can't believe it's still alive. It, by all rights, should have been killed by that shot from Lubjig. Yeah. Uh, you needed to roll like a five on the die to hit it. It'll fly right up to you guys. Good, good. Um, yeah, it flies right up next to Globjeg. Uh, very, very quickly. And it will bonus action try to hide because there's no light around here. True. So that is a stealth check. It got a 14. What's your passive perception? 16. 16, okay. It doesn't succeed, so it doesn't get advantage if it attacks you, which it does. 
A 17? Does that hit you? I have an 18 armor. Oh my god. It just barely misses clawing at Glubjeg. Ha <laughs> ha, bitch. Uh, Goatman turn. Yeah, this Goatman sort of has picked up on what you've been doing. And he's gonna just sort of ready in action. Uh, it looks like he's getting ready to strike with his tail if you fall again, uh, Glubjeg. All right. Uh, Reginald, your turn. Well, there's not a lot I can do, because if I jump down here, I'm going to die. But what I want to ask you is... <laughs> so I can get, like, right here, uh, which I'm hanging on, kind of hanging on to that little edge there. Yeah. Um, Can I jump down or fall down, and then as I approach the bottom, use Misty Step to avoid taking fall damage? Yeah, that's basically what Glubjag has been doing with his... Uh, his teleport strike. So yeah, awesome. totally. Then that's what I'll do. I will fall all the way down except for the last five feet, and then when it comes to the last, well, or the last ten or whatever, uh -huh. I will uh, land myself right there. Nice. Misty step. Yep. All There's right. Been a little physics physics debate in the comment section. Oh yeah. Really? About, about whether you still have your falling velocity as you come out of uh, dimension jumps. Yeah, that is a good question. They're, clearly, it's not something that's covered in the rules. They didn't even bother to cover what what you have to do to climb. Right. So. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I was thinking about that, and I'm, I'm thinking, you know, well, first of all, it's magic. It's not physics, and yeah. you're teleporting your whole body. And so I feel like whatever motion that was happening sort of is dissipated by the fact that you've just removed your body from one space and put it in another space. Yeah, I mean, we're yeah. arguing about physics and also talking about magic jumping. <laughs> right. So, I don't know. Yeah, I've, I've basically forever just kind of ruled it that teleporting yeah. just kind of ignores physics. So. Yeah. It still comes at a cost. Yeah. That's enough of the movement that I want to, uh, that I want to take. What I want to do okay. is now hold my action um, I get an attack of opportunity when one of these things comes into my 10 feet range. Yeah. I'm going to just sit, hold my attack action for that same purpose. Okay. So basically you're going to want to like get two attacks. Two attacks. And then my reaction would be the and them entering my space. But then I get True. movement after that reaction. Cool. I'm holding my action for when they come in. And then I'm also going to use my reaction and then I'll get to use movement. Okay. My Sounds full movement. Crazy. Right, because that's a Vengeance Paladin thing, right? Yep. Reventless <laughs> Avenger, yeah. Okay, now, finally, as is tradition, at least for today, I rolled a natural one for the initiative for, like, the important enemies in both fights. <laughs> so, <laughs> finally, this guy gets to go. Chonky, chonky, big chonk. Chonky, big chonk. <laughs> Bigums! Let's he doesn't see. wear pants, not because of comfort, but because he can't find any to fit. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't like that there is a very clearly a paladin down here on the ground with him. Yeah. He's going to lift up off the ground using his very tiny wings to sort of awkwardly fly. Oh, cool. He gets to make three attacks and do the horror nimbus? Well, that's just cool. Uh -oh. um, this demon begins to emit scintillating multicolored light. But uh, Glubjeg and Race, you are going to need to make wisdom saves. Oh, don't get scintillated. It's not looking good, boys. 
Okay, yeah. I feel great. Now, luckily, the shadow demon also has to make this save, and it failed. So, <laughs> all right, that's funny. Um, you guys are frightened of this. I can't be frightened. I'm pretty sure this is the first time it's come up. But oh, here's what it is. Uh, I have brave, so I have advantage on saving throws against being frightened. So it wouldn't help in this scenario. But if I try another yeah. time, you know what I mean. Well, let's yeah. look at the other side of your roll. Oh, it's worse. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you got a seven and a five. So even with advantage, still is a fail. Uh, all right. Well, that is cool beans for this guy. Uh, he sees that you, you guys are both kind of pissing your pants here and grins. Uh, he will then start attacking. One bite, two claws. Let's see. I really think that the guy who's been doing all the damage to him is going to be his target. <laughs> oh, me? Yeah. <laughs> Little old you. Bite coming in for Glubjeg. That's a Yikers. bite. Mm. Owie. Uh, Nelfeshni. Okay. Nelfeshni bit you. Um, then we're going to claw you once. Mr. Wombo says, doesn't he need both hands to fly, though? <laughs> 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 yeah, that's true. All right, so he rolls a 28 for his claw. Wait, is it all going to me? Well, this one is, <laughs> definitely. Okay, all right. And then... Down to five points, guys. Oh, all my right. God. Um, ah, you'll be fine. Quit I'll smack whining. it with my mace, dude, and he won't be able to attack you much. <laughs> <laughs> I mean my wrench. I don't have a mace. Oh, boy. Okay, next he's going to... Yeah, I mean, he's got a swipe at you. Ray... Oh, no, Race did cast the spell. He did cast that spell. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, he'll he'll swipe at Race with his last claw. Only getting a 14. Does that hit? Tough scene, yeah. buddy. It don't hit. Wow. Well, cool. It hit either of Yeah, all right, nice. <laughs> Woo! Man. Well, now he's tired, but those little wings, he's got he's to gotta slowly sink down to the ground. He's tucking himself out, for sure. <laughs> it says here your AC is only 13, but that must be wrong. What? Uh, hold on. you got to have me... more armor than that, right? Oh, wait, 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 wait. I think I was switching up the thing that's 16, which is my spell save with AC. Yeah, so you it got... is only 13. Sorry, that shit still don't No, 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 no. You, you have plus one studded leather armor, and you have a 16 dex, so you, you have, like, AC of, like, 16. Yeah, 16. I'm going to take your word for it, man. All right, uh, that is Do it. Do not have your armor uh, equipped? I mean, I have a bunch of stuff in like my item bag, but I don't necessarily know if it's equipped or not unless I take that check mark to mean it's equipped. Yeah. Just to keep it a bean. It just wasn't calculating for some reason, so I updated it manually. Uh, okay, thank okay. you. De Bobby, you see Glubjeg clinging tenaciously to the wall, uh, getting assaulted brutally by two multiple demons. What do you do? And and I'm screaming like a baby and peeing my pants. <laughs> uh, yeah, and you still have to survive the attack from that stupid shadow demon, too. Do you think he's going to kick your ass? He might, huh? The shadow demon looks oh. pretty terrified as well. Yeah. Oh, does he? Okay. Yeah. So does that mean he's probably not going to be attacking anybody? Yeah, let's just make sure it's not immune to fear. So... Do I have, am, are we in the frightened condition now? Yes. You can make a religion check. Anybody who hasn't yet made a religion check for this guy, go ahead and do, and do that. Do you do you think that they would know that if they're within 10 feet of me, they can't be frightened? Yes. Okay. They would know that. 
you're on the ground? Uh, yeah. Like, Down on the ground. Alright. Yep. That religion check ain't gonna do jack shit. Yeah. You have no idea how long you're gonna be afraid. Okay. Um, can I do stuff? Yeah, it's your turn, buddy. Alright. So, here's what I'm gonna do. Fly over there. Yeah. I'm gonna, on the way over, I'm gonna tell my bucket what he's gonna be up to. And when I get over to the demon, how big's his head? The size of a uh, six-year-old child. Um, so it should partially fit in a bucket, I would think. <laughs> uh, no, I mean, like you could—he could wear the bucket as a somewhat small hat. Okay, so but if the bucket, like, really, like you know, grips his head and pulls itself down, he might be able to cover his eyes up. Uh, maybe. Yeah. Okay. Maybe. Sure. Or even better, maybe the bucket just uh, shatters the, the bitch instead. That would be quite loud. Wasn't my bardic inspiration very loud also? Yeah, it, so it depends. Certain things literally describe in their description that they are audible out to a certain distance, and then other ones just say they're kind of loud. So it, yeah. you would have to look at your bardic inspiration thing to see if it says anything specific. I know for a fact that Shatter and the trumpet ability of Lulu both specify that they're loud enough. It says the moat thunderously shatters. I don't know if that's enough to... Yeah, and it doesn't say it's audible out to 300 feet or something like that. Oh, okay. Alright, so um, basically I'm just trying to get the tiny servant to you know, jump around on his head or his face and try to like distract him so that he's not able to attack as much. Okay, why don't you go and make a grapple check with the tiny servant? Okay, ooh, that's not gonna be too good then. You can always roll that natural 20. Yeah, alright, I'll hope for the best, I guess. Okay. Here he goes. Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> alright, tiny servant fails to do anything useful. So the tiny servant leaps off of you, because remember, he's been grabbing yep. onto you, clinging yep. to you. He leaps down onto the Nalfeshni and tries to grab its eyes and sort of cover its eyes with its bucket body. Uh, the Nalfeshni just deflects it with its tusk, which sends the tiny servant flying and plummeting down to the ground. It's only 3d6 damage, 8 damage to the bucket. I'm fine. <laughs> I still got two hit points. Oh my can't god. Be, I can't be killed. <laughs> it's me, time to serve it. <laughs> Alright, it's oh. time for this guy to take some smacks to the head now. Alright, that Ouch. seems like a reasonably good attack. <laughs> Natural 20. Both of your wrench strikes uh, connect and send uh, thunderous energy vibrating through this uh, demon. You can see some of its teeth begin to crack and its tusk, the tip of one of them shatters a little bit. 25 damage. And that's it for Dababi. Uh, race, your turn. You are afraid, so you have to leave. A frightened creature has this advantage on ability checks and attack rolls while the source of its fear is in its line of sight and you can't willingly move closer to the source of its fear. So I was wrong. You actually do not have to move away. You can stay exactly okay. where you are if you want. You just have disadvantage on attack rolls. Yeah, I think I want to be a giant eagle. I think that's the next best thing. Okay. I'll, I'll be scared, but I'll be in control of my own flight path. Okay. So, yeah. So the uh, you leap off of the dancing item and uh, turn yourself into a giant eagle. That's a standard action to cast polymorph. So you're not gonna be able to attack. You could move if you wish. 
I'll move out of its range because he's fast enough. I'll be able to get back on the next turn. Um, bum, 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 bum. It, it will get an attack of opportunity if you do that. The Bobby in front of him, the dancing Adam in front of him. I think me being right there, I'm just going to charge it to the game so he doesn't get an attack of opportunity. Mm -hmm. But I will tell my dancing Adam to attack, and its attack was... It's not anything impressive, but hey, it's there. You might as well use it. Yeah, man. Um, <laughs> a seven on the up on Yeah, okay. So the dancing <sighs> item slams itself into the Nalfeshni, but bounces off of his thick hide. But you are now a giant eagle and much more able to fly around. Um, do me a favor, make a wisdom saving throw, please. That's how you get rid of your fear, I bet. And these guys get a proficiency on those, too. I'm pretty sure. The eagles. You just roll your normal wisdom. Okay. Oh, so yeah. The eagle has advantage on wisdom. On perception okay. checks. Yeah. So you do not pass. You're still frightened, but it seems like you get a save every turn. Okay, now we got uh, we got Goat Boy, who notices that uh, oh, there's somebody finally on the ground. Oh, I'm and thick and juicy. Oh, come and get me. Yeah, you look so tasty. <laughs> it uh, leaps at you, trying to land behind you. Well, good luck. Oh, 24. That's a hit. Mercy. And that's my attack of opportunity for when he enters my space. Okay. Oof. Um, actually, that can I make that my attack action that I was holding? Uh, sure. Uh, so that's the first one. I'm going to hit him with uh, level 2 Divine Smite. Okay. Uh, that's going to be 23 Radiant Damage. Oh. Okay. Ow. Level two. But that's all you got, right? <laughs> oh, no. Uh, another one. This is my second attack. Uh, that's gonna be a 13 to hit. Ooh, that's not gonna hit, actually. Okay, well, uh, now can I do the attack of opportunity? If you wish. Entering my space. Yes. All right, there you go. 22 to hit. That is a hit, and that kills him. Yeah! <laughs> Die, you fiend! Yeah, he, he leaps up in the air, and you just slice his cute little goat legs off. <laughs> uh. Ha <laughs> ha! Uh, his uh, barbed tail is just whipping around for a few moments before it stops. Oh, this pleases Horror greatly. The sight of twitching goat remains. Yeah, <laughs> Horror really enjoys that, if you know what I mean. <laughs> really. It's horrific. <laughs> oh, Glovejag, your turn. I don't remember the ruling on this. Uh, can you cast more than one spell if one of them is a bonus action? Um, if you cast a bonus action spell, you can only cast cantrips after that. And I don't have cantrips. Yes. If we're allowing the fall part way and then use some sort of dimensional ability to avoid the damage. Uh-huh. Okay, so what I'm going to do, so I'm going to cast Misty Step as a bonus action, mm -hmm. and then five feet of fall does no damage really, right? Correct. So I'll just fall. I will move over here behind my friend, and uh -huh. I will, uh, I guess I might as well make an attack. At yeah. It's not a disadvantage because I'm not afraid now, right? Oh, yeah. Are you no longer, does your aura say that they are just immune to fear within 10 feet of you? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, That's you're exactly not afraid. What it says. Yep. I'm going to shoot at uh, the big boy. 
with my full damage. 18 is a hit. 27 damage. Ooh. Radiant damage? It's actually all force damage. Uh-huh. And I'm going to shoot at the shadow demon. That nice. is a hit. Six piercing and two radiant, which I don't know what happens to the radiant there. It gets doubled, and uh, that is enough to destroy this shadow demon. Finally. And then uh, I will shoot at this wounded goat boy. All right. Wounded goat boy who is waiting crouched for you to fall so he could sting you. Of course he was. 14 is a hit. Right on the money. Wow. All right. Yep. 12 damage. He's still alive. And okay. Not if I have anything to say about it. To make hey, hey, fuck it. All right. Nice job, Glubjeg. It is the goat boy who you just shot at. Um. I forgot to roll his save for last turn, which is why I rolled that intelligence save right there. He failed. So he still has the negative effects of synaptic static on him. He is going to leap and lands between you guys. You get a, an attack. I already right? used my reaction. Yeah, he already oh, used his Oh, that's the same reaction. round, Hambo. Yeah. He is going to try to finish off the obviously injured ranger that has been causing all sorts of havoc. So he... I knew I should have crawled up that wall. <laughs> <laughs> Lashes out with its barbed tail, getting a 10. A miss. Yeah! <laughs> nice. Reginald, your turn. All right. I'm going to turn around and then see this goat standing here. Like, ah, you're going to die. You know it. I know it. Let's just get it over with. <laughs> First attack out of 15. I know that's a hit. That is a hit. E that is uh, nine slashing and five radiant. And that cuts it down. Uh, as it dies, I need you to make a, uh, a constitution saving throw. This actually should have happened at the beginning of your turn. I'm I, yeah, I, I failed it. Four you points died. of necrotic damage. <laughs> you <Okay. died. laughs> Three you got any four healing points. for me, buddy? Yeah, eventually. <laughs> Whoa, okay. Uh, all right, all so right. that, yeah, hold on. I got to, uh, I got to do this. If the big boy decides to come after me this round, I'm dead. Okay. Um, all right, so I used my attack to kill this thing. I got to minus that four points of necrotic. Uh, I used my action already, so I have to see what I've got in the way of spells that I can use for you because I can't use lay on hands because that requires an action. Mm, uh, yeah. So does cure wounds. Prayer of healing takes 10 minutes. I'll wait. Yeah, that's all I can uh, do for you. Sorry, buddy. No problem. Just thought yeah. I'd ask. I can... Um, Just block that guy from me. I'll move right there so that if he has to get near me, he has to come through me to get to you. Yeah. Awesome. That's it. That's my turn. All right. Now it is the Nalfeshni's turn. Uh, it looks around and sees all of its minions are slain. It ceases its attacks. Uh, it looked like it was about ready to take another bite or swipe at uh, the bird that's been flying around it. And it speaks. Uh, you guys hear uh, just kind of in your mind this thing uh, trying to communicate with you. It is a very disturbing voice that is echoing through your thoughts. It sounds like an obese clown that... <laughs> But imagine a creepy obese clown. Uh, it says, We are allies. We can open this door together and split the treasures inside equally. Please, 
We are both here to stop this place, or open this place, right? It awaits your actions. I think Hamstone would be thinking, the only thing that's going to get split is you from your fucking butthole to the top of your head. Because uh, <laughs> I don't make deals with fiends. Not anymore. If somebody else has something to say. We're just going to keep going with initiative. All right. So to Bobby, you can respond or take your turn as normal. Seems like this dude's just kind of begging for his life. I think I'm going to answer his query with a couple of smacks to the head. Unless he's the only way we can get through the door. You think? We have no clue how to get in that door. They were slamming their goat heads against it. I don't (laughs) think they know how to get in. That's true. Yeah. If they did, they would have used their key. They had one. That's my turn. You do what you want, man. We know that one member of our party is going to keep blasting him, so. Uh, for, for my bonus action, can I confer with my shield and see if he thinks this dude's trustworthy? Gargoth says, never trust a demon. Yeah, well, I kind of figured you'd say that. All right, fine. Double smack. All right, you swing your wrench at the Nalfeshni, and before it can strike, the Nalfeshni disappears in a magical flash. Oh, that's what it's doing. Okay. Yep, you recognize this is a teleport ability seems to have fled so that is it for this encounter uh it teleported to uh, a place where you cannot see you really guys the place are... makes you blind <laughs> <laughs> i immediately fly down to tiny bucket oh you go hey. there before you go to me thank you <laughs> <laughs> you want to know something I really would... funny if hamstone hadn't killed that goat and then it got to Tiny Bucket's turn. Tiny Bucket was almost definitely going to die. Those goats have like this aura of like doing necrotic damage, and it probably would have killed him. <laughs> but it goes away after you after it dies. Yeah, after the goat dies, then no no longer okay. has the aura. Wait, was I supposed to make a save? No, you didn't start within thirty feet of it. Oh, okay. Yeah, I was looking. I was measuring. You were just out. You were thirty five feet away from it. <laughs> Got it. Goats do stink. Yeah. All right. Well, congratulations, guys. You are now standing in front of this big, gigantic brass double door that apparently leads into the Bleeding Citadel, the place that you have been working so long and hard to find that houses the Sword of Zeriel, the key to her redemption. Woo-wee. Wow. How yeah. do we get in? Well, you, you uh, ask yourselves that as you look up at the door, and you notice I that... I knock. Okay. You knock. Nothing happens other than just hearing the sounds of your knock. Um, to Bobby, right. you got you got anything to Bobby to get in here? I asked the shield if uh, it knows anything about this door. Well, Emery was about to tell us something. I was. I was about to ask what languages people speak here. Uh, Hamstone, you can read mm-hmm. this language. There are some ah. runes above the door. Ah, runes. Yeah. They are in celestial. Yeah, Ooh. I know that. Yep. The runes say, against evil we stand united. Only the pure of heart can part these holy gates. Stand back. <laughs> uh, okay, Hamstone's got this. The spirit. I, I know, just calm down a second. I'll, I'll, get, you, I'll get you in here. Speak hamstone and enter. I, I put my hand, my big sweaty hand on the door and I say, Whore, allow me entry into this place so that we may cure Zeriel of her evilness. 
a bright white light pours out from a crack between the doors as they open. Congratulations, you level up to level 12. What? Woo. Now you're talking. What level does Tiny Bucket become? He's got to be at least six. Yeah, he's got to be. He, he oh, it's an ability score improvement level. Oh, yeah. Or, or a feat. Level 12 is a big one. All right, good job, guys. And that's episode 86 of Rated RPG Descent into Avernus. You might be wondering where is the fake commercial, the teaser thing, the lore drop for season two, The Valley of Green Gold. Why wasn't there one? There, there just isn't in this episode. I wanted to get you the podcast episode as quick as I could because we have a live stream already this Friday, November 4th, 2022. It's a 6 p.m. Central Time here in the U.S. start. We hope you can join us for it. It's only the second to last uh, live stream of Descent into Avernus. And then the finale is coming up on Friday, December 9th, 2022. Go to our website for all things Rated RPG. That's ratedrpgpodcast.com. And in the meantime, on behalf of everyone around ye old gaming table, thank you for listening to the Rated RPG Podcast. <laughs>